I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. Uh, I'm joined as ever by my lovely colleague Shane Brennan. Hello. And this week in the lead up to the Oscars, uh, this week we're looking at our favourite type of ads of all time. This is an episode purely dedicated to movie trailers. Uh, Shane, I think uh, you're you're a big fan as I am uh, of movie trailers. Oh, fucking thank God. <laughs> The only one of the only reasons I agreed to this fucking podcast. No, <laughs> we'd eventually get to do movie trailers. Yes, I am a a massive fan of movies and and movie trailers themselves. And uh, probably I think fifty percent of my cine, cinema experience, maybe fifty one percent, is just new trailers. <laughs> uh, when cinemas were open. So would you actively try and get in for the trailers? Oh, I want to be in before anything rolls. I want to see the. Yes. Yes. I want to see the fucking like it kills me because like, she's like, no, no, movie doesn't start till half five. I was like, whoa, so that means like this trailer's twenty minutes. I'm like, no, that means we have if it doesn't start till <laughs> half five, you're in a quarter past twenty past five. Yes. And you've already eaten your popcorn before it begins. <laughs> you want to be there to hear that music just with the lights on go on loop yeah. with still the dark and screen. Also, by the way. You get the best seats then if you don't book seats. I want to go in completely empty. I want to pick my seat and be like, yeah, great. And just be a deterrent for other people trying to sit near me. And you don't you don't want to leave your cinema experience down to the, the gamble and the no, Russian roulette of who's going to be at the till. You know, because there could well, be a, a queue that doesn't move. That's, uh, that's an Aaron chalk. <laughs> Yeah, that's I. I have I went through a spell where I was cursed at tills in in uh, in cinemas where I would always get uh, the slowest till operator or just a customer in front of me would be like causing like an extra five minute delay where there was no need. I was I was genuinely cursed every time yeah. I went to the cinema. I've seen it happen four times. So uh, it, I, 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 I'm I'm it's bet into me get there yeah. as early as you possibly can. I'm I happily do so. I'd oh. prefer to be. 20 minutes early then two minutes late uh, and that's late into the ads let alone the actual film I can't wait to go back to cinema. I think the last cinema I've yeah. been to was remember me and you went to Dunkirk in town I think that was yes. the last time I was in cinema yeah that was a yeah, good that, that was, was a pretty, good one though. that was a good last that was a good one, one like, to go on we went out in a high that was a good one to finish on <laughs> <laughs> and that's such a cinematic type of film that you need to you need to see in all of its glory and, and, and the big screen like yeah, um, for sure. But when it comes to to movie trailers, I think I think we're we're both aligned in this, and hopefully uh, anyone watching uh, or listening to this is of the same persuasion that we actively watch trailers as if it's a TV program. Mm. So like you'd go through a Netflix or YouTube yeah. binge every couple of weeks, just going through new trailers, yeah. even if they're crap trailers, just to go through the trailers and like enjoy that experience. Yeah, yeah, like movie click, uh, movie trailer source on YouTube. And when they put them all on one, like 24 minutes, I'll watch them all straight back to yes. back. Like, yeah. I get really excited when I haven't, I haven't done a YouTube trawl for, for trailers. Now, obviously, it's slowed down massively over the last 18 months, yes. which is really yes. disappointing. But like, When you need it most. Like, it's one of the reasons <laughs> I really want to go to Comic-Con in uh, San Diego at some stage, because that's not just for comics anymore they release all movie trailers at comic-con it's a huge thing and you get to see like early screenings you get oh it's just i love it i just love it <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it's quite enjoyable um especially if you have to be desk bound for a lunch or something like that just to yeah. 
just to, to unplug the brain for for 20 minutes it's a it's a it's a very enjoyable pastime but because it's such an enjoyable pastime uh it's made this episode quite hard in terms of picking it has which uh it has. which ones to show so have we I said, think we're have going... said why we're doing this because the oscars yes oh, okay, yes sorry. because of the oscars any 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 loose tie-in anyway. there we go <laughs> and and actually speaking of of the oscars um i have not being plugged into this no year's clue. Oscar season at all. No clue. Same. Yeah. yeah. No worries. Um. No, because I, I haven't been going to the cinema. So normally yeah. I'd be like tracking and be like, okay, yeah, that's gonna do well, or he was really good in that, or she was really good in that. Um, I think it's all no, because I was watching a bit of the, because it's all been Netflix big, like The Crown is. Everyone's talking. About, it's all been series. People have been talking about over lockdown as opposed to movies. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a really good year for like a lot more independent films because a lot of the blockbuster lads will have held their money back because they've invested so much in it. So I'd say there'll be some really good up and comers or first time winners this year, if I was to guess. And that's me not I don't I don't I can't even think off the top of my head who the hell is in the running this year. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a quick glance and I've I've only seen one or two of the films. Um and the yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting interesting to see kind of what the the media reaction is like because it's usually big big hype around I don't it think as it well is and, anymore and because like the Golden Globe and the Emmys were both fucking well which one of them was absolutely terrible the Emmys the virtual Emmys was was dreadful they cut off your man um, what's his name from Get Out he won an Emmy for something he'll probably win an Oscar that's actually uh, up for the Oscars the the Black Messiah and uh, yeah and Black like Jesus it's just and, the virtualness and, of it you're kind of like. I, I just I have no interest they might as well just and and to be frank a lot of the a lot of the trailers that we enjoy watching too are are ones that wouldn't be be Oscar hungry ones like your your blockbusters and stuff like that they're the ones that make the really fun yeah, I use know. all the VFX I don't know shots that, that they have but uh, I don't know about that but uh, like we watch, I watch them all but like a lot mm. of like I, the one I'm going to show is an Oscar winner do you know what I mean? Yeah, the one I'm showing. And the other, the other, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, we watch everything. Um, well, with that in mind, then let's kick off with your with your one. Okay. Yes. All right. So, so set yourself back to I think 2010. Is that when this film came out? Um, my first film. Before I say my first film, I had a few honorable mentions. So the big okay, thing with me go trailers, when I was trying to go through this, as Aaron said, it was really tough. I was trying to think what trailer, when I saw it, made me watch it again, and where was I that I remember watching it? So if it was a trailer I couldn't remember watching, I was like, well, obviously it wasn't that amazing of a trailer. Yeah. So uh, honorable mention of Inception. Um, I remember watching it in the cinema. I was seeing it in, as a pre-roll kind of, and that bong, and that which then <laughs> influenced fucking 10 years of movie trailers after it so it just needs an honorable mention for that alone and south park did an amazing episode exactly ripping like the it, out it's of amazing that exact the way, noise it, no no single note has had as much impact since jaws like <laughs> <laughs> so like um that's just needs an honorable mention it's a great trailer um some lovely lines in it uh great film uh yeah. my other one less less artsy and more blockbuster is um uh, avengers endgame oh sorry there my Alexa is listening to me. <laughs> Our special guest, Alexa. Alexa, I'm going to leave this in. Alexa, shut up. 
Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's like the la- the one last week with Ashley. Do, do you feel bad? Do you feel bad for Alexa? <laughs> oh, she's gonna hear me again. Um, so yeah, it's Avengers Endgame. Uh, that was from a cinematic experience point of view. I remember going to see the first Iron Man, two thousand eight. That was such a big eighteen movies, not including TV shows. Um, I was in Cambodia, waiting for that trailer to drop in a different time zone. And I remember waking up to seeing it had dropped and watching it like five times. And I remember being like, oh my God, what does this mean? What's going to happen? What's going like? And I was just as a trailer, I was like, as a content, as a piece of content, I was like, kept watching on Twitter. Oh my God, what's happening? Screen Rant has put up a video talking about it. Ah, okay. I knew all that. Damn it. Who's got something interesting? <laughs> so there are two honorable mentions, just that I wanted to get it out of the way. But this one for me is one of the best trailers. I, I remember where I watched this trailer. We were sitting, we were in college, we were in the Henry Grattan building, I think it was room 103, I think it was the third time I'd ever been in that room, because I never went in, um, and we were sitting on the computers, and it had, someone was like, had you, had you heard they're making a film about Facebook? And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, Justin Timberlake's in it. I was like, oh, that's gonna be shit, Justin Timberlake's in it. <laughs> so, for, without further ado, let's watch the trailer for The Social Network. substantial in order to get the attention of the clubs. Why? Because they're exclusive and fun and they lead to a better life. People want to go on the internet and check out their friends, so why not build a website that offers that friends, pictures, profiles. I'm talking about taking the entire social experience of college and putting it online. The site got 2,200 hits within two hours? Thousand. 22,000. This idea is potentially worth millions of dollars. Millions? You stole our website. They're saying we stole the Facebook. I know what it said. So did we? isn't cool. You know what's cool? A billion dollars. You're going to get left behind. It's moving faster than any of us ever imagined it would behind. Let's sue him in federal court. I can't wait to stand over your shoulder and watch you write as a check. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, you'd invent a Facebook. Is there anything that you need to tell me? Your actions could have permanently destroyed everything I've been working on. We have been working on. Did you like being a joke? Do you want to go back to that? Mark! This is our time. You're being accused of intentionally breaching security violating copyrights, violating individual privacy. Your best friend is suing you for $600 million. As for the charges, I believe I deserve some recognition from this board. Uh, I'm sorry? Yes. I don't understand. Which part? just amazing it's just such a good trailer i remember watching that i think i had facebook open on the screen i think i saw the ad for the first time on facebook video because like 
We don't even know Facebook. I think since 2007 at this stage, just Facebook wasn't, it was, people were addicted to it, but it wasn't Facebook, Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had no idea who the Zuck was, was at that stage. Um, I didn't know who the Winklevoss twins, I knew there was someone being sued or something around Facebook and like, it just like, obviously film made by David Fincher trailer is edited by, um, Mark Woolen, who is like the consummate professional when it comes to amazing trailers he has edited stuff like birdman only trailers birdman traffic uh, a serious man 12 years a slave little children schindler's list like he has a small little shop of like nine editors and three producers he oversees and they just make like these amazing trailers he's it's like the perfect job (laughs) the um and it was fun. Paul was going to pivot into trailers, uh, yeah, trailer editing like, yeah. very quickly. Um, <laughs> Shane, stop it. We're not just making trailers. Yeah, it's like, no, we're just coming back to briefs with trailers. Well, let me make a movie. <laughs> but let, let make the full we'll make movie. Make a fake movie. <laughs> um, there's, uh, so, like, essentially, David Fincher went off. And Sony had an in-house trailer team. And they cut it. And they cut the, the movie to, like, um, Beastie Boys Sabotage. Right? And... Mm-hmm. Uh, made it as fincher says a drug adult kind of hunter s thompson kind of thing and fincher was like that's not my fucking movie at all and then uh, so he went out of his way to get woolen and right he, like he goes instantly he goes i was spellbound with it and this trailer actually is the reason the fincher's cut got greenlit because so what what happened was they ended up he ended up showing that to the head of um he screened it right before his finished cut so he screened it to the head of sony and he green laid it based on the trailer before seeing fincher's oh wow so that's why mark Wallen is seen as this such an amazing person and so someone's like because one of the articles i was reading about him was like potentially hollywood's best director that no one knows about and it's like Mm, so he got the film like fincher was like yeah your man's like i don't care what the cut is just just go with it if that's the movie you've made I love they got the uh, the infamous uh, laptop. Uh, oh, I love scene that scene. That's really like quickly. when I think of a scene in the movie when he because you because he brings you so well on um, Eduardo's journey that you're like this motherfucker. He's you're like go smash his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> you're completely on his side. You're like smash that laptop, smash it up. Good. How many how many times did they do that take? Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Like with Fincher, it's, I assume it was probably 35 or something crazy. Like. <laughs> so what was that? Sure, it's written by, the movie's written by Aaron Sorkin and Fincher let Sorkin uh, direct a scene. And it's one of the scenes, because it was before Sorkin had done directing and he was trying to start to get into more, that's because he directed Molly's Game, didn't he? He wrote and directed Molly's Game as well. Um, so what Fincher did was, so essentially what he worked with Fincher and kind of, use it as like a little bit of an um apprenticeship kind of wanted to learn from fincher so like That's was good. really involved and fincher loved that because he's so to have the main writer and such a good writer on with him all the time if he wanted to does that line work and he'd be like no well what about this i agree with you i don't think it does so they worked really closely on this film that's why the dialogue's so savage but uh it was one of the scenes when he drops the the comparing uh the girls against each other on harvard and it's one of the scenes where they like cut from room to room to room. There's one scene where there's like a guy on a laptop and that's directed by Aaron Sorkin. That one shot. <laughs> and it's so funny in the behind the scenes. Um, and this isn't research for this. I just know this from w- loving the film. Um, Sorkin is like, yeah, okay. Because there's no dialogue. And he's like, I think we got it. And then like the sound guy goes, 
you're going to have to do more than one take because David will go fucking crazy if you... <laughs> 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 so Sorkin had to do more takes of your man. He was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what he's doing. He was like, yep, you got to do more. <laughs> oh, but, no. uh, yeah, Actually, so it finishes up again this this Oscar season for Mank. Um, he's up for... Mank is up for Best Picture. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Um, um, wasn't Fincher is sorry but then yeah. he at the Golden Globes took a shot every time he was nominated and didn't win did you see that no so in the virtual ones he because they show the face so every time he was nominated because he's never won best director right I don't know no I don't think he has he's like Aris Scorsese um, so every time he he, uh, he he lifted a shot and went and no one never told anyone what he's doing and it, someone put it together it was like every time he didn't win something he took a shot Amazing. He's fucking pretty good. He's, one, he's an unbelievable director. Yeah, pretty class. Okay, um, that is my one. Brilliant, great choice. Um, okay, so uh, I'll go a completely different direction with this. Uh, so um, my one is for the Suicide Squad. And before you recoil in horror at the fact that I've uh, chosen that, I've chosen for a very specific reason. Um, like you, Shane, I remember watching this trailer uh, I think we are we're actually in MediaWorks at the same time. We watched it over lunch. We we all watched it the same day, and we were blown away that this this looks like an amazing film. Yeah, that it looks like something that is an unmissable kind of, a la uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman film size of must go see, take my money, but and give me a ticket into cinema. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so there's such expectations uh from from this trailer and obviously it's, it's followed through with the, the film being terrible but the trailer did its job it made you really want to go and pay to buy a ticket in a cinema oh, yeah. and watch it so so let's watch it before we uh we jump uh, too much into it is this the real life let me have you donald please I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet. They're bad guys. Worst of the worst. Too late. Open the gate! My time has come. Since was this a uh, cheerleading trials? Deadshot. Guy shoots people. He's a crocodile. And he eats people. Burns people. You're possessed by a witch. And she's just crazy. What was that? I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry. The voices. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad. Whoa. Do something that'll get you killed. Save the world. I can't wait to show you my toys. Let's do something fun.
seriously. What the hell's wrong with you people? We're bad guys. It's what we do. Nothing really matters to me. Yeah, so pretty pretty epic uh pretty epic trailer there. Um I think uh as you can see like it's hard it's hard to watch it again knowing how bad the film is. Yeah. Uh but when you do put yourself back in that context, this is the first time we'd seen a Joker beyond Heath Ledger. The fact it was Jared Leto looks so different, very like what what is this? A big anti anti hero type type of film, type of blockbuster. Um and then it was just a major letdown. Well, like, and there's there's loads of reasons for it and we can get into that now, but well like but okay. as so a trailer once I think again, it's just a perfect piece. Head back to where they were. Deadpool had just come out in February. Yes. With a huge um Ryan Reynolds once again being a marketing genius, huge just committing himself to the film and just being like, Yeah, I'll do any fucking marketing, we'll do anything clever. So people have been teed up. So superhero mania was happening and there was this hunger for this adult humor within superhero, which exists in the comics. Yes. And in the in the counterpoint uh, or the 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 opposite of DC, you know, being Marvel, Captain America Civil War was out in 2016 as well. And that had a lot of humor. That's a, that's a great film. Peppered, that's the first one. The Russo brothers it. who went on to do Inf Infinity, who used to do Community, moved into comic book films. They brought that kind of humor into Civil War. They, and it worked. It worked. They brought that nice tone. And when Robert Downey Jr. came into it, he brought humor as well. So you got to remember as well, Guardians of the Galaxy came out in 2014. That's a comic no one had ever heard of. I remember I, I had read a bit, a little bit of it and been like, how the fuck are they going to make? I remember hearing they were making that film in 2010. Being like, this doesn't make any sense. How are they going to do this? No one's going to buy this. That came out in 2014. Huge hit. So Massive. everyone's like, and that's full of humor as well. You know what I mean? Uh, humor and yeah. sexy Chris Pratt. That was what we got out of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so like, people had been teed up for this kind of... So now this is all coming from Marvel's side. So then you were like, okay, what's DC's response going to be? Yes. DC needs to respond to this because it does have some epic characters as well. And you Suicide Squad. Um, and you were like, okay, they saw that trailer. You got to see Harley Quinn, one of the most beloved characters in comic book and cartoon history finally brought to screen with an amazing actress so you were like this is this, how can they mess this up this is going to be great and like i remember i remember how excited i got for this trailer i watched that trailer loads of times like I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it like that was i was so excited for that trailer um but it's just yeah and then obviously do you want to talk yeah. about then obviously how the how the trailer impacted the movie which is interesting yeah so uh Given the the rave reviews the trade the trailer got and the, and the mania that surrounded, mm -hmm. uh, Water Brothers kind of uh, were <laughs> shitting it a bit and realized they've used all the jokes in the trailer. So that was it. They literally emptied the can yeah. uh, in terms of humor levels from it. So they went back for massively expensive reshoots to add in new scenes, new character uh, character dialogue inter interactions uh, to try and turn it into. A civil war a deadpool kind of humorous type of superhero sure, like film scott eastwood got cut out of the film pretty much completely clint eastwood's son he's in it for like there's a in in the film itself you see the transition into warner brothers fucking around where they end up in the they end up in the city 
and it just doesn't make any sense. None of the that, that's a, that's when it jumps it the jumps, shark. Really, it, because it, it, there's interactions between characters that you're like, I don't know these people I've ever met. You know what I mean? Or the way they're talking <laughs> to each other is like, has there been an off scene moment? You know yeah. what I mean? It's just their their interaction makes no sense, and it's because and I imagine what Warner's done. I haven't read about this in a while. I remember at the time Warner Brothers who who like to fucking destroy things. And well, it was actually it was it was because of um it was because of the Batman versus Superman uh film that Martha was seen. <laughs> God, uh, it was it was seen as as way too glum uh, and and uh, right. kind of really too downbeat especially you know with the backdrop of what what superhero films are working in the marketplace in terms of the humor yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh david ayer was was essentially forced to he he created a, a kind of a more serious film not he hadn't done a comedy uh superhero film mm. he'd done a more serious thoughtful uh film apparently uh we haven't we haven't well, seen his cut uh which is actually now a thing because of the schneider, because cut of the schneider coming cut. Out. i don't know if you watched that did you I don't have 15 hours. No, I, wa- I watched it. He shows it in... Did it's, it's It's in 16 by 9. Or not 16 by 9. It's in um, 4 by 3. 4 by 3? It's really weird. Is it worth watching? I'm a big comic book fan, so I watched it. You're, so you, no. You, <laughs> no, not for you. Not for you. Yeah, Grant. Uh, it's so, just interesting because um, it was the first time something like that had ever happened. So it, from a cinematic point of view, it's, it's, it was, it was, it's good to watch what came out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair, fair enough. Um, well, he's there's, there's a movement that, that he's officially joined himself that he'd love to release his own cut. Apparently, there's there's really emotion, not emotional, but but really well acted, intense oh, scenes so. between the Joker and, and Harley Quinn. Quinn when there's a torture scene and stuff. So, like, yeah, it'd be interesting to see because he's he's kind of he's pissed off because yeah. of Todd Phillips getting to release the Joker, which is really dark. Um, but. Obviously, an amazing film. Uh, yeah, but budget. Did, did in good. fairness to David, leave Todd alone. Todd did that for like fucking fourteen. No, he's not giving out. He's, he's more. He's more giving out about Warner Brothers. The fact yeah. that Warner Brothers is all over they, the place. They haven't a fucking clue. Exactly. Like, they wouldn't let him do it. Like, even going back and letting Schneider release the Schneider cut on HBO Max just shows how their execs are all over the place. Like it just. Com- Compared to the like the masterstroke of Kevin Feige's yeah, there's MCU, no and like, like do you know what I mean. I would have said going into the Marvel DC war, like I'm a big, uh, as I said, I'm a big comic book fan. I would have said DC had the edge with the, all the Christopher Nolan stuff. I was like, okay, they could come out of this really strong, and it was actually because Marvel had no edge, even though they did have Spider Man, which set as a isolated property for quite a while. The fact that they just yeah, they just didn't have... I just feel like DC had all these preconceptions and Warner Brothers were like, no, we should win this no matter what we do. And that has shown in this lack of vision or lack of clarity yeah. compared to Marvel. Yeah, it's, it's, it, that's, a, that's a really good word for it, vision. You know, yeah. they literally are, are seeing One like division. 10 years down the line, how does it all tie up as opposed to let's just make a good film mm. and hopefully a good film after that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, so then to, to wrap up the Suicide Squad, the the, the, new, the trailer for the second Suicide Squad has, has come out and... Uh, Todd Phillips, who uh, not Todd Phillips, uh, it is um, who James Gunn is behind James Gunn. Yes, James Gunn, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy writer. He's uh, he's at the helm director uh, for this one, and the trailer looks funny. But again, I'm going to take it with a the a pinch ah. of salt. <laughs> James Gunn, James Gunn, once bitten twice shy. Funny though, 
James Gunn. It should funny. be good. There is some pretty funny bits in it, but it's it's hard to take it seriously but after being so let down. When you can think what after the first one. as we already referenced, what he did with Guardians. Do you know what I mean? And consistently it should be good. with Guardians, like it can't. Uh, I think, and I love the trailer. I think John Cena looks hilarious. <laughs> he does look quite mad. Looks so funny. <laughs> and like James Gunn is going after. I think he was. Uh, cancelled there for a while but he's coming back this is his kind of coming back movie and then he's straight into guardians of the galaxy volume three yes. so uh no it's uh it's pretty cool it's uh yeah but as a trailer I, the yeah, fact that it got no. us so excited mm-hmm. we were all up for it it, do, it did its job and it, it it stands out for that reason um honorable mentions that uh uh i was toying between uh was uh, another nolan classic uh dunkirk um, purely for it's it it really mirrors the film itself in terms of the intensity. It is such an intense trailer, uh, and it's in such a intense film. You kind of don't, you don't you don't kind of stop to relax at any point of it. Uh, and I suppose, you know, that makes sense for the film that it is the you know given the subject matter. And the other one was uh. The Force Awakens by Star Wars, yeah. and I know that everyone's kind of disappointed with the last three uh, Star Wars films and all that. Wiped but from history, anyway. So, <laughs> but given again at the time when this trailer dropped, oh yeah, we hadn't seen any proper Star Wars stuff in so long, yeah. and this there were so many questions yeah. after it. The you know there's there's everyone there's hyping so JJ, being like, oh JJ's got this, and turns out he did not have it at all. <laughs> But when it dropped, it was like this again. It 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 set the scene for the major explosion that was the next major phase of of, of Star Wars, um, and one that that definitely stands out. Um, so to just to one thing, off this, just one thing to correct there. I'm pretty yeah, sure at the start, it. I said the last time we were in the cinema was see Dunkirk. I meant 1917. 1917. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When just when you said Dunkirk, uh, there I was like, oh yeah, no, it's 1917. <laughs> Uh, so to finish this week's episode, we're going to finish it a little bit different uh, because we do. There's there's a video that we want to show that is essentially every trailer ever, uh, every how to make a blockbuster film. So um, hope you that you enjoy that uh, and enjoy all the trailers and Oscar seasons to come. Um, if there's any trailers that you think we've uh, missed out or should have should have given an honourable mention to, please drop us a comment or or a DM on social. And we'll uh, we'll give you a shout out in episodes to come. Any uh, parting words, Shane? Before we go? No, no. Um, I'm just looking forward to to more trailers. Like, uh, I just and getting back to cinema. Yeah, I. But you know what I am, and you know what's gonna be great. There's definitely gonna be like a free seat mandatory now, either side. <laughs> <laughs> so the dream coat, popcorn, done. <laughs> so no, no, I'm really look. The minute the cinemas open back up, I will be supporting my local cinema as quickly as humanly possible, um, because I I think they've a lot of people are talking about who's taken a massive hit, but like cinemas, they're such an amazing thing. And even like when you were a kid, like I'd hate to see cinemas go or become yeah. so expensive that they can't just be accept- accessible on a Sunday morning to someone who wants to go in with their kids or just do whatever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So yeah, the minute cinemas open back up. I am there. I'm with you. Okay, cool. All the best, guys. Take it easy. Have you ever wondered 
about this particular thing. Because it turns out that that thing is real. to earlier? Well, it's happening, and it will destroy us all. Someone has to stop this thing. And that someone is you. You didn't think it would be that easy, did you? Thank you.